Mic check, one, two, one, two. Coming at you live from Indianapolis, We're on Indiana. We're tour now. Hanging out. <laughs> my bad, my bad. And you got ladies in the house over here. Yes, this <laughs> is Whatever Happens, Be Bold. Ladies, talk about that. We are bold moves for real life. And they're whatever happens, happens. So we just merge the two names and bada bing, bada boom. We are sis- sibling shows, I guess. Because yeah. yeah. we're the guys, they're the girls. Mm-hmm. And um, together we are here for you. Yeah, it's so unique in a sense. Like there's like being bold and then whatever happens, happens. Like those are two opposites. And it's kind of cool that we come in to collide right now yeah. and be yeah. able to speak together. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like recognition of like, just being like, you know what? It's God's will, but also God's calling us to be um, disciples, and we gotta be bold. So I'm excited to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and like they kind of complement each other in a way. I think because you said they're yes. opposite, but yeah. they do kind of complement. Because sure. if you're being bold, it's also like you have to have the sense of okay, whatever happens, it's gonna be okay. You know? Yeah, yeah you guys you're always. Yeah. Like, you guys talk about how like <laughs> how like being you can't be bold, bold. You gotta be like bold. Hey, with like respect. prudence and yeah, respect, yes. exactly. Yeah, Perfect. so like I think yeah. that's what's going on. It also goes with our title of today's show, which is Whatever Happens, or our idea today, which is Whatever Happens, people. Like, you know, whatever comes your way, just be bold and you know, you can get through it just like just like any other day, even if it's you know, something you don't want to happen or something that, yeah, you know, kind of catches catch you by surprise. You can still be bold about it and you know, mm-hmm. live a authentic life. Dude, you guys thought about this like way harder mm-hmm. than I did. <laughs> <laughs> so, so thank you. Yeah. But, yeah, I, was just, I just thought we were doing something, but yeah, it, I mean, it, so it, fun. it means something. It's, it's yeah. cool. It's cool to mean something. So, yeah, as um, I think Jonah said, we are at Seek 2019. What? Woo! How has it been for you guys? Absolutely amazing. So eye-opening. I know I've learned so much. I think everyone else has, too. Yeah. Yeah, the amount of times I'll look at you guys and I'll just be like, Truth, like there's <laughs> but it's refreshing. It you know? is fun and fresh. If I fun and fresh, yeah. So no. Favorite highlight, favorite talk, go everybody. Oh, oh wow! I don't That's care who starts. One. I think you should start. I should start. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, okay. Um, favorite moment so far it still has to be like when we like get ready like for mass and stuff, and you just see like this sea of just these university flags like literally hundreds or i don't know <laughs> uh, at least 150 of them oh like, yeah there's gotta least. be but like all these flags just waving and students just like rushing like some like sprinting in there um to get a seat with their school for mass and then five minutes from there dead silence as mm-hmm. we watch this mile-long procession in oh um and then just like to hear like that booming like echo of a response like i've never experienced anything like that in my entire life with mass mm-hmm. yeah like i've had like powerful moments where it's like whoa like i'm like so happy to be catholic and have this beautiful sacrament but like never like that that just like realization that like we really are like universal and like that it's not like us isolated in our campuses mm-hmm. but like everybody has that and it's it's just been mind-blowing for me. Like, every single time. It doesn't get old. It's going to be weird going back with, like, 
just me and like the ten old people. The <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> yeah. To go off that, one of the um, most amazing things you were talking about the universal. I've got two things about the mass that was really awesome. Um, one of them, like whenever we say we recite the Our Father or the um, um, the Creed, mm-hmm. um, everyone like the way we do it. Okay, so yeah, everyone knows it, and we all say, it, and it's it's really strong and powerful. It's like a boom. boom. I mean, it's it's loud. But what's amazing is the pauses. Like, we all pause at the same time. Like, roughly, what is it, like 17,000, 20,000 people? All of them from all around the country, some from other countries. And we all say it the same, pa- the same like, mm-hmm. rhythm, the same way. Mm-hmm. That really, and to think about that, that everyone in the world, I'm sure everyone has different languages, but everyone that, in the world that's saying it in English is probably saying it the exact same way we are. Is really, really amazing. Yeah, and it was- it, Sorry, um, it was cool that like uh, even the people from London and Ireland who all speak English, but yet they were on the exact same page in every single way. Exactly, and, like, weren't speaking different. Like the yeah, just everything, the consecration, everything was set up the exact same way, and everyone could understand it. Mm-hmm. And it's pure, and yeah, that's just what's cool about like the Catholic faith. You can go anywhere. I mean, parents went to Mexico and still understand the mask. They mm-hmm. don't know really Spanish, but like. Mm-hmm. You still know the math for every go. Yeah. We, we talked about that on our yeah, old, we did. Our podcast last episode. <laughs> yeah, but is, no, I mean, it, but it brought it brought it to life here. It in really did. Yeah. We're like you're asking seventeen thousand people to do the exact same thing at one time. Like, yeah, I mean, it's repetition for all of us, but like at the same time, the mass is set up for like that perfect perfection and that like structure. Um, there's a lot of priests that I know, or at least one that I like. I think think of who just like um, that I like when he talks about it, it was like um, there's time for like adoration where we can do and as we want and um, open our arms or stand up and sing and um, praise God but like when it comes to the mass we come in that communion and we come to do it structurally uh, as a way to recognize each other and not to stand out from some another person so like um, that's what's cool about that mass. Like, there's there's definitely like aspects to each church that has something, mm-hmm. but like at the same time, there's that core structure of like that comes with the mass, I guess. Yeah, we do it to um, fit in with. I mean, because we're all you know we're all children of God, and not just now, but like the past two millennia, it's we're all with them. We are all one in the body of Christ. How about you, girls? All right. Well, favorite <laughs> moment. Are we doing favorite moment and favorite? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. My favorite moment, personally, was probably when I was coming out. I was coming back from confession, and just for a, like kind of context for people out there, you go to confession and you're literally in this line for forty-five minutes, maybe an hour, just doing like a zigzagging just waiting to get up to the priest like where you're going to give your confession and so you're just there a lot it's kind of heavy because you're about to go to confession and I go to confession and I'm walking back into the like where we have mass and where adoration is going on and you see like I don't don't know how many people were in the room at this time but like 17,000 people basically just all standing up and like there was music playing and they were just like praising God and like coming from such like kind of a dark place like when you're like about to go to confession kind of like heavy place to then coming back to that like um grace and joy 
that I thought was really beautiful and it really moved me. So that was probably mm-hmm. my favorite moment. Oh. Yeah. But. After a confession, don't you always feel like a gazillion times lighter? Like yes. you're literally floating back to Jesus in adoration? Yes. Do yeah. you like. So I know we like we have all like heard like this this story at least this week at least three times with like the prodigal son mm-hmm. but, like that's the first thing I thought of like whenever you said that because like you just you go to like this father that like loves you so mm-hmm. deeply and like you tell him that you're sorry and you come back to this rager and it like really adoration <laughs> and like that's what that's what he did for him like yeah. you read it right there like he threw like the very best for him um, even though he hurt him. But, like, he said he was sorry, and he came back. And that's yeah. exactly what happened. And, like, so, in a sense, like, for all those that went to confession, like, that adoration, like, all that praise, all that music, that was for you, you know? Mm. Wow. Like, mm-hmm. that's like, that's what he did. I don't know. Mm. blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Mine was definitely um, just the beginning of adoration. So the ladies, that, ladies and I were waiting in line for the bathroom when the music started and the priest walked out with monstrance and we're like oh like we'll just peek in and we look in and everyone is on their knees and just like in complete and utter awe the whole tone of the room changed oh you could hear a pen drop it was i mean 17 20,000 people complete and utter silence and just the like reverence yes just i mean adoration it's described perfectly because just complete and total just obsession adoration just pure love for christ and it was so beautiful to see like young families with babies and dads walking around you know like patting the baby to sleep and you just feel like a complete peace and the holy spirit is so so relevant and present or presence in that room and it was just so beautiful to see people from everywhere all in the same feeling so i was really really loved that my favorite moments um, were at mass as well. Like every time that we would sing together, just like gave me chills. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it would be like the choir was singing, and it was really cool to like hear like the whole like room just singing like that. But then it was also cool singing like Christian contemporary music. Sometimes they played at the mess, and that was like kind of fun to just like hear everybody around you being so present and like ready to praise like with you and like it was brought up throughout the weekend like a bunch of times how like hope is brought up like with that so like, it brings back hope to know that like all of these people are with you and you're not doing this alone and like hope that like we can get through this together as one mm-hmm. yeah. so I think that's pretty cool that is Absolutely. really cool um yeah I think mine was also dealing with the mass uh particularly the first mass that we went to on Thursday night um because like like what you said, Mary Rose, like when you went to Mass, like, you know, it's all like, you know, 17, 20,000 people all dead silent. But before that, on Thursday, when I walked into that massive room, it was like, you know, I couldn't see either wall when I came in in the middle. And there was, you know, it was just filled with people. And it was, you know, so loud and crazy. And, and people were just going insane over, I don't even know what, but it was, it was just a sight to behold. I've never seen that many people in that close of a space before. And then, like, right when Mass started, dead silent. That was just like, man, I've never seen that kind of, like, I don't even know how to describe it. It was just, like, crazy to see that many people that faithful to what we're about to do. 
Imagine the graces. I mean, for this entire weekend since Thursday and until tomorrow, we've gone to Mass every day, adoration. We're talking about Jesus constantly. We're praying together. Like, um, you know, you know, he says that Jesus, God, that guy, mm -hmm. that awesome dude, he says that whenever there's you know, two or more gathered in my name, I'm there, right? So, roughly 17, 20,000. I don't know the actual number. I was told 20,000. I was also told 17,000. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 17, 20,000 people gathered together. First of all, Jesus is 100% there. All the saints are there. All the angels are there. You know who's not there? You know who's not anywhere close? Probably not like anywhere in Indiana, in, in, in America <laughs> probably right now. The saint. I mean, it's so powerful. And then especially on Thursday when we said the St. Michael the Archangel prayer it's such a powerful prayer but to say it with 20,000 voices I mean I, I've said this before I tweeted it and Facebooked it <laughs> it is I, it is like a nuclear bomb onto Satan like he stands no chance whatsoever isn't that amazing to think that we're that powerful all together yeah I'm gonna take mine towards the oh that's saying my going off you basically but going towards the talks and stuff like that. In the one last talk that just happened, um, this guy blew my mind, and, like, I was telling my friend Kenzie, uh, telling Kenzie and my friend Delaney um, that uh, I was just shook. Like, this guy was talking about <laughs> joy. Are you saying jitzled? Uh, jitzled? I could say I was jitzled, yeah, <laughs> for sure. In yes. many ways, yeah, definitely, for sure. Put that in the milk. Boom. And he said, like, the best way that, like, a demon or Satan um, can't come to you is by having joy. Um, and that guy had it so much. And he was telling us all these things, like, you need to do this and you need to do this and, like, this needs to happen. Um, with a smile on his face. And he was telling it to it, and I was so cool with it. Even though he was like diving deep into us, like about like you need to like fix this in your life, and that has to happen. Like there needs to be a change. Like this needs to happen. Um, but his idea of thanking the Lord and recognizing that joy comes with all of that was so cool. Like I don't know, I just recognized how much thanking the Lord is so important. Where it just goes towards everything that we see, like. Just starting out our day saying, thank you, God, for giving me life, um, really hit me when he talked there. We're just like, thank you, God, for this. Like, thank you um, for the struggles I'm dealing with. Because, yes, I know, like, um, you didn't, like, truly put this upon me. But, like, at the same time, I'm going to grow from this. And you're there for me at these moments. And you love me. Um, just as I love the people out around me. And I thank you for those people. And it goes off in that same idea. You just, like, once it starts with thanking God, there's that recognition of those around you and recognition of, like, yourself. Um, mm -hmm. Because he created us, created you. Um, yeah, this speaker just, like, totally wrecked that idea of, like, joy and thanking God for where you're at. Um, because that topples over all of um, the struggles and temptations that come from the devil. Um, easily once we start with that idea of, okay God thank you because we have to thank him yeah, yeah I don't know I was just blown away yeah that thankfulness and uh, that joyfulness in the I feel like that can like just spread like wildfire like just go from one person to 10 to 20 to 20,000 mm. because mm. like I remember that speaker that you're talking about he even said like he had the flu at, the, at that time that he was talking about that I'm like oh man 
like could you imagine having to do that and like not even be able to breathe properly and him being like so on fire so joyful so thankful probably inspired thousands of other people to be like okay whenever i'm you know bruised up or whenever i'm sick or whenever i'm doing this or that or whatever i can put my trust and put my thankfulness in the lord even when i'm going through these trials because i know that in the long run god can bring you good, the good from that so um very well said and um there's definitely a lot of talks that we can talk about and but before we get those we should probably um do some shout outs to these oh, awesome yes. people right i have want to want to add one shout out the speaker they were just talking about christophonic mm-hmm. awesome. oh, yes. um, just because like we all knew who we were talking about just yeah, so like you fair. the listeners need to know yeah check him out i think he does some stuff with the united states catholic bishops yeah he has he's a book so out. young and he is mm-hmm. he consults for them but what? Yeah, other than, I don't what? really know what he does. Check him out. No, learn more than me. Um, but listen to every word he has to say. It's cool. But anyway, more <coughs> shout-outs. Uh, I would also oh. like to shout-out um, our, our man, Nick. He isn't here right now. And oh, yeah. yes. We miss you, Nick. We yeah. I think we can speak on Nick's behalf, and he would probably say that all of it was his favorite part. Yeah, yeah you know what? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> yeah, I think that's... Or, like, the, the dentistry... Um, ministry track you're right yeah yeah you're, you're right good for him. <laughs> <laughs> that's good but yeah you, guys... you can quote nick on that <laughs> miss maggie <I'm> sorry <laughs> do you guys have any other shout outs you have to uh have i'll probably wait till you start talking i can interrupt okay yeah. Yeah. all right <laughs> sounds good there i like go. the style all right ladies should we just you know go down the line here and... uh of course so one of my personal favorite shout outs i mean they're all my favorite but <laughs> Adam from the bus, you know yes. who you are. Oh, yes. Adam, Adam, you Adam. just made guy. our bus rides in the morning, so we would have to take these shuttles to seek, and we like to do a little pep in your step kind of thing in the morning, right? And Adam was just, he was feeling it, and he loved it, and no one else really did, because it was 7 in the morning. Yeah. But, Except us, of course. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. All of us. Yeah. For sure. But, yeah, so thank you, Adam, for believing in us and for taking a business card. Yes. Next shout-out. So, Liz from Manhattan. What a gal. So oh, my goodness. we were standing in line to get our book signed and to meet the one and only beautiful queen, Emily Wilson. Wow, what, what a an moment. experience. We were first in line. We were very proud. And behind us was sitting this beautiful girl name was Liz and she was from Manhattan we had just a great talk with her about mm-hmm. everything and anything yeah so we love you we do we do um, and we decided to do the accent tag with her which was very oh, fun she to says, realize yeah so we figured out that New York people and Illinois people say things very different very different yes yeah. so um, <laughs> she would one. say she I had a water bottle mm-hmm. and she was like how do you say that word and I was like water and she's like, no, it's WADA. WADA. Okay, so I just want to say that um, Illinois people, Midwest people, are the most sought-after accents for radio, television, because we have the most clear and best accent. So she really? is wrong. You're not. I'm sorry, Liz. You're fantastic. I remember meeting you. You were you were wonderful, wonderful gal. But you're wrong. We're right. We just, I mean, like, I mean, just like love the Midwest, man. We just love the Midwest. Come on. Illinois, come on. <laughs> wow. Never forget. No. <laughs> There's an R at the end of that. <laughs> okay, um... <laughs> okay, our next shout-out goes to our waiter, actually. What was the restaurant that we ate at that, that first night? Cool. So with, 
Oh, what was that restaurant? The Tap House? Yes. 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 We had a great waiter on our side of the table. He said he picked the right side of the table because we were the cool side. Yeah. He was very right. Yeah. He was awesome. Ashed. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Ashed. I'm sorry if that's how you pronounce your name. We're so sorry. Very sorry. But, but the food there was great, yeah, too. Yeah, we love oh, you. You are a great good. waiter, very attentive to our needs. Yes. And we're just blessed that you were able to serve us. And mm-hmm. we are served by you. <laughs> oh, okay. Our next one. Cecilia Pappas. We saw you on the dance floor. Oh, my you. gosh. Um, so me Amazing. and Mary Rose follow you on Insta. And you're kind of a legend. So I absolutely love her. So that was... A beautiful experience. What's her um, Insta handle for the listeners? Oh, her Insta handle. Is it? Pull it up. I think it's just. I think it's just Cecilia underscore Pappas. But double check. Let me just double check for our listeners at home. Oh, it is Cecilia Pappas. No space. No caps. No underscore. No. Wait, is that all of that? That's really long. So it's C E C I L I A P A P P A S. She has a great name. Next shout out. Oh, this is so exciting. Sorry. The legend. The Catholic man of every single year. Can we get a drum roll, please? Father <laughs> Mike Schmidt. <laughs> Father Mike, if you're listening, we love you. We love you. So we were on this our way back. Divine intervention. Yes, it, completely. On our way back from dinner, just strolling along the street. Along. <laughs> Sidewalk, actually. And... Zach all of a sudden goes, Father Mike! And we're uh, like, Okay, I feel like I was a lot cooler. I was just like, Father Mike! And then, <laughs> Father Mike! Yo, what's up, dude? <laughs> yeah. What's up, Father? And we all turn and we're like, <gasps> It's the Father Mike. It's the Father, the Mike. Father Mike. And, and he strolls yeah. by and we're like, Father Mike, we love you. Can we get a picture? He goes, No. And he walks away. Like, oh, straight what? face. I straight literally, face. my mouth dropped. Yes. yes. <laughs> and we're like, Oh, misconception <laughs> what in the world he comes back he's like acting totally kidding let's get a picture <laughs> and we're like Classic. oh my god <laughs> yeah so cooler in person so so, so cool. amazing but I mean he's so cool amazing and holy man but that you totally so from cool. his um videos and stuff you totally get his personality oh um later like he, he he's got a nickname for you now yeah and it's like because hey. Kenzie yeah, wasn't yes. with us sadly and so we told we gave him the business card so we hope you're listening but he was looking at the business card and he was like, Maggie, Mary Rose, Mackenzie, Ken's, where are you? <laughs> and then we just happened to run into him again. Yes. And he goes, Ken's. So yeah, they're like old friends. Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. They go way back. It's beautiful. But thank you for what you do, honestly. Yes. Father Mike, if you're listening, we seriously appreciate yeah. everything you do. Yes. Being a priest. <laughs> and, and your videos and... Okay, um, making our way down the list. Uh, another <laughs> shout-out we have is actually um, Father Father Alfred. Oh, yes, or, Father Fur Father Father, fur, 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 Alfred. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, Father um, Alfred, actually, we go way back. And, um, like, I knew him be- when he was becoming, pre- when he became a priest. And um, um, I always called him Father Brian. And, like, all, like his, all the people that knew him back then call him Father Brian, so it's really weird when you guys call him Father Alfred. I, I, I don't like I it. I think it's weird when you call him Father Brian. But you see, you call Father Rob Father Rob. But like, yeah, but it's they, Father Rob. But they, like, pick that. Yeah. yeah. But see, I knew him back when he picked Father Brian, so I'm just saying. Could we also I explain why... He picked Father Alfred. 
Oh, so maybe like okay. Six years Next ago. time we That's have a show, way back. Father yeah. Alfred, you call in mm-hmm. and you tell us, gentlemen. <laughs> 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 Sorry, let me begin again. So, Father Alfred, next time you hear our show and we're on the radio and we take callers, you should call in and tell us: Do you prefer Father Brian or Father Alfred? Oh, he definitely prefers Father Alfred. Well, why don't we let them in? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. And Mackenzie, you actually called him Father Father Alfred. Do you want to explain? Yeah, that that's, probably, why, that's probably why more that important. True. So, he was basically, um, somebody decided to point out, we each have, like, our name tags for Seek, and Zach actually pointed out on his name tag that it has, like, the abbreviation for Father, and then it says Father Alfred. <laughs> So, so it's for father. Yeah, for father. Yeah, he made it clear that, like, his name isn't fur, it's, it's father. Yeah, so that's he why prefers he prefers father. father. So, so yeah. really just never call him for Alfred or for Brian. <laughs> <Yeah>. Alfred. For <laughs> Alfred. <laughs> okay, we also needed to make a disclaimer that it's one in the morning, so we're sorry if we're a little slap happy. Yeah. It's been a long week. So, one of our favorite ladies and role model, role models in our life is Emily Wilson. So, we're so grateful we got to meet you, and we're just so grateful for all you do for us. So, we wanted to thank you, and we hope you listen. Talk about a beautiful and authentic woman. Oh, and bold. Very. Her, like, part of her whole mission is about being bold and living your faith. So, she's kind of the epitome of what our podcast is about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, great. Next shout out, Father John Burns. So, the ladies had a woman's session given by Sarah Swafford. This was my favorite speech. It was like definitely a life changing speech. It was beautiful. Life changing moment, too. Yes. Yeah. And at the end, she announced um, that Father Burns was going to come out and give us a blessing. And Father Burns is actually the godfather of her baby that's mm-hmm. grown in her belly so i think that is very special oh that's kind of cool the yeah. father awesome. godfather yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and did she say sister miriam is yes, the godmother? godmother that is talk awesome. about that's a nice. power <laughs> couple godparent yes that is beautiful beautiful wow but father burns gave definitely one of the most beautiful blessings and just things i've ever ever heard about. Oh life. yeah, moved us all the moved tears. Moved us all. Yes. So, um Sarah's talk was kind of about I don't know, just how women struggle with certain things and just identity and virtue. Virtue. And the part that stood out to me the most in his blessing was he said, obviously we all had our heads bowed for the blessing. And I think the way they had us, so they had us put one hand on the shoulder of the person next to us. Yes. And one hand was face open. Yes. So, so it was like the blessing. Yes, accepting yeah. the blessing. And yeah. it, it was just it was beautiful. beautiful. It was powerful. But so yeah, we had like our heads tilted down receiving the blessing and he goes, Okay, can like tilt your chin up. And then he said, Now imagine God has your head cradled in his hands and he's looking to your eyes and telling you how beautiful you are and how yeah. wonderful everything about you is and that just was like Oh my gosh. Oh my it gosh. Gives me chills. Everyone, I think every girl in that room was crying afterwards. It was definitely beautiful. Um, so Sarah also had a guy's talk and Father 
um, burns came out for the, a blessing as well, and we did the arm on the shoulder and then extend your hand, you know, and he, so he did a very similar blessing for us too, and um, I'm not going to say the guys were all crying afterwards. I, I was tearing. I was tearing. I was definitely 100% tearing, I will admit that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, that that was amazing, and it, it moved the guys too. And I, I, can, I feel like this is true. It's harder sometimes to move guys with words, but that prayer was insane. Was yeah, that it jitzled me. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes, moment of jitzle right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Before you move on to your next shout out, you said uh, not to put you on the spot, but that's kind of what we do here. It is what um, we do. So you said the speech was life changing, and you all nodded your heads and said yes. Yes. Can I ask why? Oh wow. There were just so many parts of it. Okay. So like what? <laughs> so if it's life changing, what what are you gonna change in your life? Okay. No, I have an answer. That was, the, yeah, that was a bold question. I like what it. a question. So, basically, they ch- I, I don't know if you guys would agree, but for me, I feel like it changed how I view every person. Like, my yes. perspective of people. Yes. So, she was basically saying, like, <laughs> view each other as sisters and brothers, and it's not competition. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, who can I get the most out of? Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, don't use people. But mm-hmm. it's not about like anything more than just growing in Christ together and trying to get each other to heaven so it was just so beautiful and she was just like she was talking about like don't make everything so dramatic don't make everything so like earth shattering like you're just trying to be friends and live in community and I just thought that was amazing yes I agree especially she changed my view on gentlemen um just kind of exposing like you guys have it tough you know, mm. we don't always think about the certain things you struggle with, and that really, really opened up my eyes a lot. And I have a whole new respect for you guys. So, so claps. Yes. Claps. Yeah. Drum rolls. <laughs> 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 you know, another thing I'd like to mention. Thank you. With, another thing I'd like to mention with Sarah, unless you had. No, go ahead. Okay. Um, we were talking about this after the talks, and she said this for the guys too um, that, um, like, the marriage thing. Um, on the altar. Do you, you want to go into that, ladies? Oh, the, Kenzie, you yeah. can take this. That was oh. actually the part that, like, stood out most to me. I thought it was so beautiful and, like, so well said. Was that she was talking about how, like, she wanted us to close our eyes and imagine the person that we're dating or the person that we see ourselves dating in the future. And they said, like, imagine them on their wedding day ready for the bride to walk down the aisle and then your best friend opens the door and is the one that is walking to marry him and um uh there's no rival rivalry between your friend and you but your friend comes over and gives you a giant hug and says thank you for the time you spent with my husband and I thought that was so well said because it's so true not only for like a relationship like that like we can have that with everyone that we meet like have that impact on everyone because everybody has somebody that Mm -hmm. they're gonna come back to and like you want to be that like first of all be able to have that impact on them that somebody like thanks you for what you did for that person to get them together and then also be able to like admit the fact that like yeah like I couldn't have done this without you and like your struggles which was really cool and they said she said thank you for making him a more virtuous man Mm -hmm. isn't that amazing beautiful the way she or woman for yeah yeah, Yeah. Yeah. right (laughs) but I had never heard anything described in that way and that was so so awesome 
Um, of course, she does have a book, and I 100% recommend reading this. If you're a girl, especially if you're a guy, too, um, it's definitely more tailored for the female for the female sex, but um, I read it, and it's a beautiful book. It's called Emotional Virtue, and um, it's, it's by Sarah Swafford. Swafford, and so definitely check that out. All right, so huge special thanks to... I'll, I'll be humble. I'll say it. The first best podcast on the iTunes radio. I don't, they're not. Podcast waves. Should we do um, a drum roll? Uh, I think we should, even though I think everybody already knows them, because I don't know if there's anybody on this earth that doesn't listen to these guys. It is the I'm gentleman at Three Dogs North. So, Woo! Yes. So, your boy Juice, Father Rob Johnson, our chaplain. Mm, yeah. Juice. Juice. <laughs> Father Juice. <laughs> Father Juice, I like that. And then, of course, Father Seabisk and Father Michael Metz. We had a chance to meet all of them today. Mm-hmm. Great Listen to their podcasts today. Yeah, just great, genuine men. And just, like, thank you for being priests. Thank you for answering that call. And thank you for just, like, sharing your conversations with us um, occasionally. So, yeah, Three Dogs North, great guys. Thank you for your official endorsement of whatever happens, happens. Yes. And we also want to shout out you guys. Um, yes. Father Rob, you've been supporting us since the very beginning, call, being our first caller on episode number one. Mm-hmm. Um, couldn't have done it without you. So, shout out to you and to Three Dogs North. Yes. Love ya. Alright, real quick. Also, shout out to Amanda. Happy birthday, belated! Woo! <laughs> her birthday was yesterday. We love her. We do. Was it yesterday? What today is it? Sunday? Technically, today's, today's Monday now. Oh, okay. Her birthday was Give January fourth. Okay. Um, <laughs> we love you, and we had a really good conversation with you. Oh yes, that was so during so nice. our. Sorry, I can't think of what it was called. Like Little... the party. It was like the gathering at the Marriott. Uh, I believe Cocktail it was called party? the Springfield Diocese Soiree. Spring- okay, oh, <laughs> Spring- I like Diocese that. Soiree. Okay, Spring- this, during the Springfield Diocese Soiree, <laughs> we talked to you and you just shared with us and you were so real and authentic and bold about your journey as a missionary for Focus and you just really inspired us and it was a great talk, so we it's love beautiful. you. beautiful, yes. I kind of heard some of the talk. I was sitting there waiting for a hair tie. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to, don't worry, I'm going to cut that out. I just thought that was funny. Are you waiting for a hair tie? <laughs> <laughs> you know, my hair is amazing and it's way long and wavy. <laughs> that's our name. That's the title of this episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not no, going to no, be Mitch, the title. That's gold, that's gold. It's, it's not going to be the title. No, we, we got ours. We got ours. <laughs> this day and in, keep going. I just want to say it was for the flagpole. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> okay, so we're we are nearing the end of our shout out list, but we have to shout out Bishop Pebraki, the Bishop of the Springfield Diocese. He came, he left his bishop retreat and was it retreat? Yeah, he yeah. played yeah. hooky. He played hooky. He played hooky just to come see us at Seek, and yes. that was just very nice of him. The holy goalie. He the holy goalie. Quite a man. Quite a man. He confirmed both yes. Maggie and I. And Zach. And Ian. Anyone else? (laughs) Well, wow. Wait, time out. Are you guys not in the Springfield Diocese? 
Oh, pshaw, pshaw. All right, guys. Just kidding. All the love. Um, <laughs> but he was just awesome. It was so cool. We like, yeah, this is our bishop. I'm like, no big deal. He's just here. He gave us a beautiful blessing. And it was just great to have him with us. I'm pretty sure he did this at yours um, confirmation too. But one of the awesome things about Bishop Pavarocchi is that he um, sings at the homily yes, for confirmation. he did that. He always goes into song and is, it is... It's golden, yeah. That was um, wrapping up our shout-out. So we just want to thank everyone we just shouted out and everyone we forgot to mention. But all our listeners, we really give a shout-out to you because we wouldn't be here without you. Very true. Cool. Yeah, going away from that, going in. Mitch, you had something really cool that you were talking about that I think we need to ask the ladies the question. Yeah, actually, um, um, I wanted to propose this to uh, all seven of us, actually. Because um, yeah, okay. we were talking about like how things here are life-changing for us, and I think everyone here has a life-changing moment. And uh, I think you kind of mentioned this earlier, Ian, but I kind of want to like kind of make this more formal of a question of, like, what's a thing in your life that you will now change from hearing your life-changing uh, discussion? Mm. So what will we change in our lives because of seek because yes. of these few days? Yeah, not just like now, today, this weekend, or whatever, but like, like in your life. Yeah, like the rest of your life kind of deal. Wow, deep question there. Mm-hmm. Um, bold. Okay. You want me to start? Who wants to uh, start? Sure, you, you got the mic right now. Oh, okay, great. I think for me, I'm not very good right now at like starting my day in prayer. I end my day in prayer, but I'm not really good at starting it. So I just realized that I just need to make sure Christ is at the center. And I think just taking that extra step to start right when I wake up will really help with that. And Seek has really gave me a new perspective on how to just really make Christ the center of everything. So that would be my takeaway. Mm-hmm. That um, our last speaker, the one Curtis. Curtis Martin? Yeah. Christophonic. Or Christophonic. Christophonic. Was the last one. Yeah. Chris Martin was the founder of Focus, but great guy, great guy, but I'm talking about Chris. Um, so, um, he, uh, he mentioned that he, um, whenever he wakes up, before he opens his eyes, he says um, a prayer um, to keep all the negative, like, problem-solving stuff away or whatever, and um, so yeah, that's something you think about. Like, before you even open your eyes, like, yeah, yeah first, first thing you think could just be because it kind of seems like a little thing but i really think it's a huge thing in the end Mm -hmm. definitely what about you mary rose so my life-changing moment also like kind of stems from the sarah swafford talk and just to have like a whole new respect for people in general and knowing that they're struggling with someone or something you may not know about and they have a lot of just internal struggles that everyone has and just to be aware of that and then just kind of help them in any way you can, whether that be small or big. So that's definitely something I'll implicate in my everyday life now, even more. Kenzie? Um, I think a few of the things that stood out most to me was bringing it back to the last talk that we just experienced was, again, great talk. Um, but he listed, like, five things to think about when you actually go home to make sure that you're still living out your faith in the way that, like, you want to. Like, because it's easy to forget sometimes when you change your environment. Um, and so one of the things that stuck out most to me was the fact that he, like, made it a point to say that you should make it a habit to pray when you're annoyed. 
and I think that's something that I struggle with a lot is like when I get frustrated I just get frustrated and I let it like take over me and I feel like something I can work on and that can help me in those situations is like taking time to pray through those moments to get me through it so yeah I think that's going to be something that I definitely hold on to for a while that's great I love so I think I'm going to pull mine from a few different talks. Um, the first one being that same um, masculine apocalypse talk that Mitch talked about. Um, I think the speaker was Mark Bordeck. Um, we'll, we'll check that and get it for you. But he made a really, really like just profound observation um, that I'd never heard before. That, that Adam, was, Adam and Eve were created naked. Um, which is, seems obvious, of course, but like, what is naked? Naked is vulnerable. Um, naked means like, you don't, we don't have like a, like a shell or we don't have a suit of armor, armor or any, any weapons um, or anything to, to defend ourselves. So like that, in that vulnerability, we were created, like you can tell like by the very nature of how we were, we were created that we were made to be completely dependent on God and like the moment that original sin came into the world, we tried to hide that. Like that's why they got the fig leaves and like tried to cover themselves up because the moment that sin came in, they were now scared of that vulnerability. So I think like what I need to change is like, I see myself all the time. Like I'm scared of that, that vulnerability with God because it's like, I, I get in those moments and it's like, I, I'll be very honest with myself. Like I do doubt that like he he will bring me that happiness. Like I know like in the long run, like yeah, like God's got my back. He he wants what's best for me, stuff like that. But like here right now, like does he really care about me, or is he just gonna be like, no, Ian, like you're on Earth, just like suck it up and like keep going. But like he really does like what's want what's best for me in every single moment, and having like the the ability to, or having just I need to like depend on him more and like own up to that vulnerability that he created me to have because I don't know and like with that same thing because like I know I'm not going to be able to do that by myself but Father Donald um, Colloway had an awesome talk on Mary and it's like and it works out so perfectly because I'm weak and I know I can't make that step of being vulnerable with God by myself, but guess who can help me? My very own mother, um, our Virgin Mary. So just like kind of turning to her more and just asking for her help to be, uh, to be that vulnerable, vulnerable and dependable man, uh, with God that like I was created to be. Um, I'd never heard it put that way before and it, it really struck me and yeah. So I really do want to make something like special out of that. Mm-hmm. Also, you were correct. Um, that was Mark Bartek as a speaker for the Masculine Apocalypse. Yeah. Cool. Um, I liked a lot of what you guys said, and a lot of them I could grasp on to the same ideas. So, um, I mean, that vulnerability thing, yeah, definitely stood out. And a lot of different people talked about those same types of things. And, um, yeah, that's something that I took to heart. And... That's definitely one thing. And that thanking God um, was another thing, for sure. That recognition of having to set time to thank Him. Um, I know I hear it all the time, but I know that like that's definitely something 
that'll pull into play. But I liked what the talk before him. I can't remember the guy's name. Anyway, I'm just going to talk about it anyway. So he had this first analogy that was just like the first time his um, daughter took her first steps um, was this situation where she like had her hands on to the chair and she let go of the chair and her knees went weak and then she went back to grabbing the chair. So went, um, she went to let go of it again. She just like, okay, my knees are weak, but I'm going to do it anyway. She just walked and then she fell into her father's arms. And it was such a great analogy of like our um, holding onto things that may be good in some sense. Maybe that's what we think, but there's something greater of falling into the arms of um, our Lord and saying yes to those steps, even if you do fall. Like, it's not like, I think the analogy of just having that chair was cool because he could have just talked about like us being sitting, like us just laying there and then getting up and then going. But we had a crutch of some sort that we thought was fine. And that could be of any sort of crutch that uh, we see as fine. Sometimes it could be sin, but I mean, even bigger things that we don't recognize as sin, uh, but leads us to, uh, leads us away from the Lord could be that um, example of the chair, which uh, was really cool, the way he explained that. Just like he let the his daughter let go and and walked and just did it. And it's like, I know, I know, I know I need to go this way and this is what I want to do. So he goes, so she just walks and uh, falls right into her father's arm. And that's what he wants us to do. He just wants us to, he wants to go. He wants us to go. Um, um, so yeah, I really liked that idea. Just like, go, do what you're supposed to, fall. But fall towards the Lord and let him pick you up and carry you. Yeah, and also, and I hate to kind of interrupt this whole chain thing, but like going off of uh, that talk, I remember him saying like whenever his daughter would fall, every time he picked her back up, she would say, again, and every time, again, again. It was just so cool to see that kind of like childhood or childlike wonder or, and just like, you know, willingness to keep going even after you fall, you know, however many dozens, hundreds of times. Mm-hmm. It's every single time. It's like I want that kind of perseverance that she has. And she's like, what, a year old? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I just want to thank all of you. This has been an honor doing the podcast with Whatever Happens Happens. Um, yeah, we're, you ladies. Yeah, yeah. we're just really <laughs> grateful for your friendship, and we're just grateful for the friendships that we've strengthened at Seek. So I thought we'd end in a prayer of friendship. All right, so in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Lord, you have blessed us with the gift of friendship, the bonding of persons, and a circle of love. We thank you for such a blessing, for friends who love us, who share our sorrows, who laugh with us in celebration, who bear our pain, who need us as we need them, who weep as we weep, who hold us when words fail, and who give us the freedom to be ourselves. Bless our friends with health, wholeness, life, and love. Amen. Amen. So I want to say one more thing before we um, officially wrap this up. This is my last show with Whatever Happens Happens, or for a little bit. I'll be, um, I'll definitely be calling in and stuff. But um, so you won't be hearing me very much on the next few. So you won't be hearing me very much on in the next um, next. I, I don't know how many few months. Or few so. months. Yeah. It'll, so it'll be a few months I mean I'll call in every once in a while but um, yeah I won't be your normal voice so thank you for listening it's been a pleasure and I'll see you oh or I won't see you you'll hear me next August boom boom
Tune in next week to find out if Zach's gone because he went to jail or... Or, yeah. If he's going to study something. You can cut that out. I just want to give you a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks for listening. From Maggie, Mary Rose, Mackenzie, Jonah, Mitchell, <laughs> Ian, and Zach. And always remember to be authentic, be faithful, and be bold. And be bold.